Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the strength and courage in you to accomplish your big dreams and goals in your sport. No longer will you feel limited. You won't feel you're not good enough. You won't question whether you will make it. Those doubts will disappear because you will have the competitive edge over your opponents and leave them in your wake. And the bonus is others will notice. Listen up and take notes because I will show you exactly how to do it. Hey there, Tiff here, and welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. It's, uh, I'm so excited that you're back here, and I'm looking really forward to talking to you about what we're going to be talking about today. So, the misconception about athletic mental toughness is that an athlete is born mentally tough. That's what the misconception is: is that a successful athlete has been born but they've already got the traits that they're mentally tough or, you know, a person that's born is mentally tough and that's just the way it is. And if you're not born with that mental toughness, then you're just not tough. But the thing that I want you to understand here is that you can definitely, definitely build mental toughness. It's just knowing how to build it and what you need to be focusing on. So before we get into building mental toughness, I I want you to understand this. And I am talking to you. Yes, you. You don't come with a handbook when you're born. And the other, the the most important thing I want you to understand too is nor did your parents, nor your grandparents or your great-grandparents. None of us are born with a handbook on this is how you operate. So everything that you learn is from those around you. So you learn from your parents or your grandparents, even if your great parent, great grandparents are still alive, your aunties, your uncles, teachers, coaches, your peers, at school, college, university, everything that you do, work colleagues, anything, anything that you do is that you just, you're learning everything as you go along. So I don't want you to expect that you should know in anything that you do. I want you to give yourself permission in the sense it's okay not to know how to do things because it's all about learning. It's all about learning and everything that you do in life is all about those experiences and and that learning that you you gain from that. Okay, I really want you to understand that because all the things that like I know now that I wish that I knew that when I was 20 and I'll tell you what, the, I do wish I knew those when I was 20. But it's been through my life experiences that I've had. It's been through my life learnings that I've had. It's been through the courses that I've done over the years. It's been through the work that I've done on me over the years. It's been the work that I've done um, in in coaching as well, you know, and everything else that I've done over the years that's given me the knowledge of what I have now. But I'm still learning too. I'm learning all the time. Every day I'm learning something new or I'm developing something new or I'm be, being become becoming aware of something that I haven't heard of before. 
And like even nutrition, like I've always prided myself on knowing so much about how to perform better through uh, good nutrition, through everything that I've learned throughout the years. But what I've discovered just recently in the last few months, especially the last month especially, it's been so revolutionary. And I'll I'll share that in later episodes, but that, I'll tell you what, has been absolutely incredible with regards to nutrition. But what I want to promise to you and what I want you to promise to me is that don't expect that you should know everything. I want you to be open to learning because you will develop so many more amazing skills and you'll develop so much more knowledge that if you apply it, that will help you become the athlete that you want to become, but it'll also become the person that you want to become right throughout your life. Okay, so don't expect that you should be born with this mental toughness or... You know, they say athletes are born and not made. Athletes are made because you have to develop skills. You may be given a gift. I know I was given a gift in sport. I'm very aware of that. Other people were given a gift in music. My guitar teacher, he was definitely given a gift in music because he can play anything. He can teach any instrument. He can just pick something up and play it. It's amazing. Then you have those people that are, you know, a singer that they have that gift. I look at one of my nieces, she's naturally gifted as a dancer. Just She can dance so well. Makes me look like a beginner all the time. But, but what I want you to understand is, yeah, okay, some of us are going to be born with special gifts, but, it, but you can never not develop anything or you can never not develop any skills that you want to acquire, okay? And that's what we're going to be working on here today. Mental toughness, it's a skill, It's got to be developed. So that's what we're going to be working on. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to share with you the seven steps on how to build mental toughness. So here we go. Number one, setting specific goals. So you hear this from me all the time. Setting goals. You've got to set goals. Now, the reason that we want to set goals is because what they do is they push you. Because if you don't set goals, what happens you drift along. I'm exactly the same. I've actually taken the last two weeks off um, leading up to the end of, of June, not setting goals for the last two weeks on purpose. And that was to give myself a break. But I know that when I've had a break, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Let's push. Right. And that's what they do. The setting goals, they push you to grow and they push you to get better. And that's what you want. You want to have some pressure put on you, okay? Because again, that's going to help develop that mental toughness. Number two, intense practice and training sessions. So when you go to practice and train, so even though when you go and practice and train with your coach, you you want to do this because you, you tend to be a lot more motivated and so on if you practice with your coach and your team. But I'm talking about when you go and practice and you train on your own, you want the the sessions to be intense. You want the sessions to be purpose or goal-driven, okay? And the reason for this is because, again, it puts the pressure on you to perform. And the pressure is for you to tune in and focus in what you're doing so you can achieve an outcome, whatever that outcome is. So I don't want you to get the, the feeling that it always has to be a result outcome 
it may be uh, like a better outcome in um, the sense of, uh, you know, that your practice session was actually better, you could feel better because you felt like you zoned in and focused better or um, you felt that you were much more alert or you were a lot stronger in those moments when when you were doing that specific skill or training session whatever the intention is for that practice or that training session. But you want to make sure that in that intense practice and training session, you've set like an intention of what you want to actually achieve from that session. Okay, really important. Number three, competitive practice. So this is where you create practice sessions that's going to require a result. The other one, that intense practice and training sessions was all around the the processes that you want want to do there techniques and and um in in that improvement but yeah that they want to be intense in the sense that you're focused and zoned in but in this one in the in the third one the competitive practice part you want to actually practice what you would do when you compete so you do require a result here a specific score or a specific time or something that needs to be achieved like for your sport so it trains you to think and act at a competitive level like you do in in those tournaments and and competitions and you do that when you practice as well but you have specific competitive practice sessions you have specific intense practice and training sessions right they're specific it's not all all jumbled in together number four create pressure simulations. So here, what you want to do here is you want to mimic a specific play or pattern of play that comes up in your sport. Then what you want to do is you want to practice those plays or patterns of of play with the same mental approach that you would have when you're in competition or in your race or in your fight day, whatever your sport is. Okay. So you want to create those pressure simulations. Number five, feedback. And you hear me talk about this a lot feedback is so important. So with feedback, you need to have a few systems in place where you can track what you're doing in those situations, what whatever the, the focus is, and that will provide the feedback for you. So what the feedback does is the feedback helps you identify what, what is working well. You have feedback that, help, that helps you identify what is not working so well. You have that feedback that helps you identify what to keep. And you have that feedback that helps you identify what to change. Okay, it's all part of that development. So you, it's so important to have that feedback because you, you want to know if you're on the right track. You also want to know if you're not on the right track and then how you can tweak things where needed to, to make the changes um, so that you can then continue to, to build you into that, that athlete. Number six. Build confidence through rigorous physical preparation. Yep, we still need to put in the hard work. Right, we still need to put in the hard work. Even though I've talked about over the, my tennis career of putting in hard work and not getting results, we still need hard work for sure because we need to feel, um, well, we need to make sure that we keep working on pushing our physical capabilities so that when competition day has arrived, you're fired up and nothing will stop you. You're conditioned, like you're conditioned to compete like a beast, right? You're so confident and you need to do that because you've got to push the physical barrier as well. It's so important, but I'm not saying neglect the mental barrier either. 
right? You've got to push the mental barrier. But what you're doing in these situations is building that mental toughness as well. And number seven, build confidence through self-statements. So what you think and say affects your subconscious and, and you'll hear it. So what I want you to make sure that you are aware of here is that you are aware of what you're actually saying to yourself. Okay, because if you say, I can't do this, or this is too hard, or I'm going to give up, or I always give up, or I always make a mistake on this particular um, area in my technique, or yep, and you're going to continue to do that because that's what you keep telling yourself because that's those self-statements that you're referring to. So what you want to make sure that you you do here is you're creating the self-statements that are going to make you feel pumped, they're going to make you feel confident. And the repetition of you saying those on a daily basis is also going to help build, help build that confidence. So when you build confidence and you're confident, then you become tough, right? When you're not confident, you're not tough, there's doubt. So we want to make sure that the, what we're doing here is we're building the confidence. So what I want you to do here is write up a whole list of confidence self-statements and repeat them every day. So here's some examples. These are really simple, but it's really important that you do things like this. I am strong. I am powerful. I am mechanically efficient. I give all of me. I compete at my best every time. I love to push myself because it makes me feel alive. I train at my best every time. I practice at my best every time. I give the best of me every single time. I step out onto the court, the field, the, the ring, the jump into the pool, whatever, okay? It's all about those self-confident statements that you want to be saying to yourself. So just a, a quick summary on those specific seven steps. Number one, setting specific goals. Number two, intense practice and training sessions. Number three, competitive practice. Number four, create pressure simulations. Number five, feedback. Number six, build confidence through rigorous physical preparation Number seven, build confidence through self-statements. So that's how you're going to do it. That's how you're going to start building that mental toughness. Now, if you haven't yet come and join the Get Focused Academy, I'd love to see you there. So you just go to tiffanymica.com forward slash GF as in Get Focused dash Academy. Love to see you there. Can't wait for you to be part of the, the Get Focused Academy. And I'd really love it if uh, you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. So wherever you hear this episode, leave a comment down below. I'd love to hear that too. And if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, please share these episodes with your friends so we can build the successful athlete community as big as we possibly can. Let's go. Okay, let's crush it when we compete. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Take care, talk soon. Don't go anywhere, just hang on. Don't go anywhere. Let's crush it when we compete.
Have you signed up yet for the Successful Athlete Masterclass? We look at what's holding you back, what skills you will need to succeed, and how to accomplish your sports goals. Go to tiffanymica.com forward slash Sam. Look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Let's crush it when you compete.